Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Anchor Up and Chill podcast with me, your host, Mario Gale. Here I am. I'm back. I'm back home. I'm back away from the river. I had just ended my uh, season at the Trinity in California, the Trinity River. I'm a fly fishing guide, for those that don't know. Um, This is the Anchor Up and Chill podcast, episode 12. Um, This is probably the eighth recording since episode 11, because I've recorded episodes and then I just didn't publish them because when I'm out there on the river, I turn kind of crazy. And, um, you know, I live in a little shack. It's cold, tired, and those episodes just were kind of gnarly and dark. And now that I'm back home, I'm um, ready to record episode 12 as a, you know, I'm back. Um, thanks to everyone who's reached out and said that they've listened to the podcast. Now, this one is being recorded on my YouTube channel, and I'm doing that because of a few things. Um, I'm going to start making stuff again. I need to. Um, I was so busy this whole winter, I couldn't make videos, I couldn't make a podcast, um, I could do Instagram posts and stuff to promote my business and whatever, and I want to thank everyone who supports the Taco Flyco Instagram, it's really weird to say all that shit because honestly, you know, people, they hate on social media, but had it Instagram not be around, I wouldn't be able to do this, I wouldn't have this company, I wouldn't be where I'm at, which is really weird to say, but... So, yeah, um, so I'm going to start doing these videos, trying to do them often. I want more people on um, the, the, the show. Uh, you know, it's going to look ghetto right now because I just have this little Amazon um, webcam on here. And it's really weird to record a podcast while staring at this little camera here. So if you're listening to it in your car and you're driving down the road, hey, thank you so much. I really appreciate you just checking it out and continuing to listen to the podcast And I promise you, these will come out more often. And my goal is to make you laugh, make you smile, know what's going on with Taco Fly Co., introduce you to more people that I vibe with in the fly fishing industry. Maybe no no one in the fly fishing industry. I don't know. This is also just something for me to do, to be creative. And uh, you should make one too. And there's, there, I mean, everyone has a podcast now. But anyways, so my format is I always introduce my, or I always talk about my first taco. And my first taco, or my last taco, not my first taco, my last taco, I found a dope spot in Red Bluff, California. It's called Tacos, or Santa Cruz Tacos, or Tacos de Santa Cruz. Oh my God, it was really good. Um, I had it last week. They were the perfect amount of crunch. Uh, The meat was amazing. So if you're driving through Red Bluff, look for the Tacos de Santa Cruz taco truck. Um... Amazing. It was really good. Oh, God. I, I would love one right now. My mouth's watering. Um, so, yeah. Taco Flyco. Fly fishing and tacos. Ha, ha, ha. Really, really original. Yeah. Um, anyways. Uh, so, my Trinity season's done. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm back home. Um, you know, the way that the season ended was involuntarily. It's because they pumped the flows up on the Trinity River. Um, it's a water variability. Uh, if you go to trrp.net, Trinity River Restoration Program, um, trrp.net, you can see the flows there and the slated flows that are going to be released for the remainder of the season. Um, 
they basically bump the flows on the river so that we can no longer fish it. And they're doing that for the good of the fish, so they say, um, and for, I, I, I don't know. You know, there's a, everyone has different opinions about why they're doing it. And uh, what is it they're saying? Um, everyone has an opinion. They all, they're all like buttholes. They all stink. Something like that. I don't know. I like that saying, but um, it's done. So I can't fish it anymore, basically, until June. But then I got some other good news about June. I'll be leaving. I'll be going to Alaska for the summer. So, um, yeah, my season's done. I, I don't. I, I didn't count the total amount of days I was going to do it before I started recording this podcast. But I think it's actually like around sixty days from October ninth, October. 12th I think is when it started which is pretty good um I'm really stoked I got a lot of people into a lot of fish I mean highlights of the season sunk my boat that's a podcast if you haven't listened to that one um recovered my boat bought a new raft um uh got a new truck sold my other truck the transition the transmission was going out on my boat or on my truck two days after I sunk my boat and I started getting some tooth pains and it was all within two days. And that was just like the start of my season. And I'm not trying to like be negative about it, but I quickly realized that this is the season like that guiding fly fish, fly fishing, guiding and running your own company is fucking hard. It's hard. I ain't going to lie. I mean, this was this was insane. This season was nuts. Even at the end here, I, I mean, I could just think of a few things and. I, the power went out. My generator didn't work. I was uh, stuck, stranded at my place. Uh, I just bought all this these groceries. They went bad. I, I fucking stepped in puke the next day. Like, I mean, it just was like this constant. <laughs> I mean, if you look at me on the video, let's see how I look. I mean, I gained eight years. Like, I had children or something this last season. Um, I aged a little. It was stressful, uh, and you know it couldn't have been possible without the support of my beautiful lady, Megasita. Um, thank you so much for your support on letting me stay out there and follow my path and my dream to stare at people's asses in my boat in front of me, men's asses and waders, some flat, some big, some farting, some not. Um, no, it's a it's a dream. It's a dream come true. I'm super excited to be out on the water and this season was amazing um lost a lot of big fish so you know as as a new fly fishing guide and as a new company my branding is specific towards bringing more people out on the water so i do get a lot of people who don't have a lot of experience catching um uh catching uh um big steelhead so we lost a lot of big steelhead and we landed a lot of fish and you know some days we didn't catch fish um overall the season was really good i would say that you know as far as weather salmon counts so at the beginning of the season the salmon come in the, the steelhead follow those the fall run shows up and then in the winter time we got the winter run and we had a lot of rain so that moved those winter fish around there was one lull towards the end of december where it got really cold and there was no weather, high pressure for like two weeks, and and there was one day where we got one bite, um, and I think I got one skunk this season, um, and that was during that high pressure front where we got the one bite, 
and it's it was like actual steelheading. Like you you might that's the thing was the Trinity River is is epic. It's you get a lot of opportunity um, to hook into steelhead. I got asked the other day, where's the best place to catch steelhead? Well, everyone's gonna have an opinion. They're all gonna stink like buttholes, but um, because everyone has a butthole, uh, and um. You know, the Trinity is is a great spot because you have a lot of opportunity to catch steelhead. Now, now, this is where stuff gets a little, a little, um, you can catch a real steelhead on the coast and in other rivers, a real steelhead. That's like a thing, okay? Some people, okay, they are steelhead, okay? They, most of the fish in the Trinity River that you catch that are adults have been to the ocean and have come back up. And they have come back up the river after going to the ocean. They turn into a steelhead. You're catching steelhead. It doesn't matter the size. You know, I don't care on my boat. We don't care. Most of the time, we don't even count numbers on my boat. Some days, we're like, did we catch four? Did we catch seven? How many fish do we... We don't even know. And most of the fish that are in that river that you do catch that are over 21, 22 inches, even 18 inches, are steelhead. Um, Biologically... Printed in print, biologists say over 16 inches, it's a steelhead. Um, now, of course, you know your scientific anglers and ang, ang they'll they fly anglers and they're they're gonna tell you otherwise. But anyways, um, off the top, off topic a little bit, but not really. Is the Trinity River is your best spot to go get steelhead? Um, you got a lot of numbers. There's a lot of fish in the system. Um, it's beautiful. Uh, they become sort of like trout when you're fishing where we're at. So you're actually using bugs um, and you can swing in that area. Um, you know, when the salmon are around, depending on your uh, level of purism, uh, they are eating salmon eggs. You can throw beads or whatever. Um, you know, there's actually a really cool fly that Herb at the Trinity Fly Shop sells that looks like a bead with wings on it. And you could swing that and fall if you're such a purist. You know, you don't have to use beads. But um, it is actually a really good place to catch your first steelhead. And we caught a lot this 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 winter. And I got a lot of people into their first steelhead this winter. And it's just a great place. And I'm not trying to blow it up. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm partial to the Trinity because it's the place that saved my life and where I really, like, just love being. Um but it was an epic year. We had so many fish in the system and so many opportunities for great fish. Um, I'm going to give you a breakdown of a couple of my highlights of the fishing, which I don't usually do this. But um, in around the New Year's Eve area, our time, uh, we got a front through that came through that blew the river out. And then it cleared up and then it blew it out again. And during that time, I was able to take Bobby with me. Bobby, I love you. Thank you so much, man. And Bobby hooked into 28 fish in three and a half days. Now, last year, I had a couple of days where we hooked into like 20 fish and landed like 11 to 16 adults, like proper big adults. Well, again, remember, that's what is it? Subjective, objective. Um, and uh, so we had a couple of those days last year, but that that. That, that three days, three and a half days, and a half was it was because one of those days it blew out. And then we were able to fish it um, after it blew out. Uh, we took a day off. And then um, so he came out and he booked me for four days. And it was so much fun. Oh, my God. Bobby got owned. 
Bobby got properly owned. He lost a lot of big fish. And uh, that was the best, I would say, the best sequence of days for me this season. Um, then the river blew out again, and then, it, and then it cleared up, and I was gone. I actually was in Alaska taking my... Uh, my uh, guide class license to get my Kenai River guide uh, permit. So I left during the best, one of the other best weeks. And of course, that's just the way, you know, the season sort of went. <laughs> I was getting text messages from a bunch of friends saying, man, it's amazing out here right now. Well, I did get a good week like that. Um, another highlight, uh, 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 losing a fish, a big fish. I was with my, my, my new friend, Errol, I wouldn't call him my client. He's already another guide's client, but it just so happened he ended up on my boat. Long story. But um, we hooked into something that was like otherworldly. Like this thing went from one side of the river to the other and it owned us. It was just so awesome to see this fish. I don't, we don't even see the size. It was just the, 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 the level of speed that this thing had and the intellect and the, the bad assery that this fucking fish had, man, was just, I mean, I'm glad we lost it because it's just always, it's one of those things in steelheading that you, 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 you hook into these certain fish, man, and they just, they just keep you coming back for more. And that was one of them. That was amazing to see you, to watch. I mean, hooking it up right here. It's just sitting there. It's not moving. He thinks he's snagged. I'm telling him he's not snagged. And then it fucking takes off a hundred miles down river, turns around, comes back at us stops on the side of the river and it's kind of like winding up ready to go and then and snap gone like it was just boom 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 i mean covering water speeds that were it was an amazing fish we never saw it landed a uh really big buck um in february with david that was fucking awesome landed a really big hen with uh with uh julia and then you know, one of my favorite fish that I say that we got in the boat was with my homegirl Angelica. And Julia brought out Angelica from the East Coast all the way from Washington, D.C. Um, now, I wish I had the clip to go up right now on this video. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we fought this fish. Um, you know what? Maybe I'll put it right here in the video. In, in the podcast, you won't see it. But maybe I'll put it right here and... Um, show part of the video of us landing this thing and it was her first no no it wasn't her first steelhead it was a big fish it was like 25 26 inches but it was just a really beautiful fall run buck um that was just uh, it was a hammer and we had my raft which i had just bought because my boat had a hole in it that was getting fixed and um yeah we had to chase it around these rocks and like Angelica's never caught a fish of this caliber and and man it was just when we got that fish to the net and watching Angelica's face when she released it and watching the joy and that 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 was probably one of my highlights of the season I mean there's so many everyone who came out I'm just so appreciative of and um god it was it was an epic season so much fun um, I got grumpy a couple times. That's kind of rare for me. Um, I usually try not to get grumpy, um, but I did. I got a little grumpy uh, a couple times during that trip, which or during this uh, stint, which you know that's my own fault. I, I was overworking myself. I'm hoping not to do that next year, but I had to. You know, I had to. 
I beat myself up. I'm like, I can feel it, man. Like I, I beat myself up this season. Oh man. And I'm not complaining at all. It's, it's a lot of fucking work, man. It's crazy. Um, physically beat you up. And then, you know, when you're drinking beers with your clients and having fun and not getting a lot of sleep, that's the other thing that this season is the lack of sleep. Um, it's just a hard place for me. I got to make my system, my, my situation better out there. But so far, I mean, it's, I'm lucky I'm out there. I'm lucky I'm there. I, uh, 60 days. Awesome. Super stoked. Um, I really need to count all the, I, I think it's around 60. Um, some of those were like six days straight, one day off, seven days on rowing. And, uh, man, it, it's a lot of work. So I got a little grumpy a couple times and that happens. It happens. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, the, the drama too, man, guiding has its drama parts, which sucks. It's just part of the deal. It was pretty limited this year, which was cool. I think that now that I've been out there for four years, the guys that have been out there who have their it's mine mentality don't necessarily mess with me anymore, which is great. I always have to talk about drama on this podcast because that's part of like the story of Taco is there's always somebody, always somebody, which I'll get into that more later. So if you listen this far, stay tuned because you're going to like it. Um so yeah, uh, I I I had a great season. I'm so super stoked. Um, Lewiston Hotel is just they're like family to me too. Having that place there has just been a game changer. The Smokehouse Market, um, love y'all's. You know these are this is a small tiny town where we don't have a lot of stuff, and it's just a great community, beautiful place. Seeing all these people there all the time who don't live in Lewiston coming up and spending their money and boosting the economy there, supporting the hotel and going on the river and having a good time. I love seeing it. It's awesome. Um, I am just blessed to have that place as, as an opportunity to take people fishing. Um, it's just amazing. I, I cannot wait for next year. I really do hope that Next year is just as good as this year. I will not work as much as I did, hopefully. My goal, you know, and that's the thing, you know, the American dream, right? You got to work your ass off to make it fucking happen. I don't want to work my ass off. <laughs> I want to be, I want to be just there. Just enough to where I'm like able to pay for my truck, take my lady to Mexico and maybe buy a house. I don't know. We'll see about that. That seems stressful too. I hate stress. I don't do good with stress. So, I mean, I, that's a quick breakdown. I, I'm, I'm probably missing a few things about the Trinity River that I would love to have shared with y'all on this podcast. But it's just an epic year. Beautiful people. Beautiful weather. Um, started taking more pictures of birds. Got got a couple of sick-ass clips of fish jumping with my new lenses. And um, I didn't really film as much as I'd like. I do think that I'll probably put out like a end of the season video with all the iPhone stuff I got and the, all of the footage I got. Maybe just do a dump when I have time, which now I will have time. I'm really excited. So this is me coming back. I'm looking at my office here and I've got shit everywhere. Like I got a lot on my plate over the next few months before I take off to Alaska. But it's just nice to be back home and get back into promoting taco. Um, I'm pointing, I'm, I'm pointing to this, uh, cool painting that Sean made me in the video 
I'm going to work on the taco side, you know, the, the, the clothing, the, the promotion, the, the video, the stuff that I like to do, that stuff that I was doing prior to becoming a really busy guide. Um, so I'm really excited to get back at that. And man, what a season. So book me next year. Let's go. If you've listened this far and you've either A, been out there with me or B, you haven't or C, you've thought about it. Um, I got also great guides that I work with in case I'm booked. They're awesome. We can do double floats. We can do as many people as you want. We had a three boat fo- three boat float towards the end of the season this year. That was really fun. Everyone caught a steelhead, an adult steelhead. Um, great guys. And so I'd love to get you out. And, you know, that, that place I consider my second home. That's the place to save my life. If you don't know my story, the Trinity River saved my life, like literally saved my life. The Trinity River is responsible for the the talk talk of flyco it's it's what created this brand it's what created this weird thing that i got going that um helps pay my bills and keeps me sane you know uh keeps me going and i'm really excited for the coming years i i don't see myself giving that up out there unless something happened i don't see anything making it so that i won't be out there on that river and now i got a raft and so that opens up more water for me and i'll be out there guiding hopefully as soon as i get back from alaska which i'm going to alaska i'm gonna go guide on the kenai river yep it's really big news from myself i just got a call from my buddy um sean who i'm gonna be working with on friday he said i wanted to call to let you know you got your permit and it's it's there it's ready to go and i'm really excited i got my i did the kenai river guide class i went through all of the i got all the things done and taken care of for me to be able to work up there and i'll be there this summer i'm gonna be there from july through the first week of october i'll be guiding through kenai river recon i actually also will be guiding independently and um so if you want to book a trip up there we can we can do it I'm I'm super stoked. I got the support of my lady. Um, this I think is is something that my younger self would have just been so stoked on. I I love I love Alaska. I've loved Alaska since I was in fifth grade. I did a report on Alaska, a state report, and I finally got to start going up there. I met Brandon, who I love. I love you, Brandon, and I, everyone that I've met up there has been so rad and supportive. And now I get to work there. And I can't believe it. It's fucking awesome. I, I'm just, I I can't even, it's not processing yet, really, to be honest. And I'm just so excited to have that opportunity. I'll be running power boats and drift boats. I'll be fishing from the upper Kenai all the way down to the lower. Um, which, when they asked that in the class, they were like, who's going to do the upper? Who's going to do, you know, some guys are just salmon. Some guys are just gear. Like, I'm going to be mostly fly fishing. I'll do some gear trips, which I'm not opposed to. I'm not a purist by any means. And um, I'll be doing sockeye, coho, uh, which are silver salmon, um, and sockeye in the beginning, then transfer over to coho and uh, rainbow trips and steelhead trips and dolly trips and swing trips and bobber trips and spinner trips and fun trips and cold trips and warm trips and stressful trips and tiring trips and all those trips so if you want to go hit me up holler um i'm gonna post everything on tacoflyco.com once it's all ready to go i'm still waiting for a few things to finalize once i have those things in my hands it's fucking on 
And I'm hoping to work up there in the summer times. That's that's my goal. Um, I'm 43 now. I'm not getting any younger. And this is the time. And I gotta I gotta try to do this and see what happens. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty stoked. Really really excited. And um, yeah, Kenai River this summer. Holler at me if you want to go. Uh, the AK Taco Tour. If you've listened to the other podcasts, it is full. It's we are only doing two weeks of the AK Taco Tour this year. But it's going to basically be a summertime taco tour now. So if you just want to come and I'll help you get a lodge, I'll take you out on my boat if I'm not booked. Um, so let's do it, man. Let's go fishing up there. I'll show you Alaska. Um, I want to be a tour guide. I want I want to promote my other friends' businesses. And, you know, maybe you want to go halibut fishing with J-Doc, the homies. Or maybe you want to go rock fishing with them too. Uh, we can get it done. And I have friends. Of pl- I have places if you want to go stay in a shack for 75 bucks a night. I'll get you that if you want to stay in a lodge I'll get you there you know like I know I know places where to go where to go eat where the good tacos are well there's not that many but (laughs) um I could lead you in the right direction where to go get a pickle shot Gwyn's you guys already know that if you've been up there um so Alaska wow it's crazy so what's next uh lower Sacramento River um yeah that's where I'm gonna be hopefully I I got a lot of trips lined up in April I really want to try to get more um, if you've never done it, uh, holler at me. I'd like to get you out there. You know, you know my vibe. Uh, Taco Flyco, a little bit different than most of the other guides out there. I'm not saying I'm a better fisherman. I'm not saying that I'm a better float, but I like to have fun, and I'm all about good vibes, and I'm a great listener. I'm kind of like a therapist. So if you need therapy, river therapy, holler at your boy, because I'll get you out there, and I'll talk about your life, and we'll talk about. I'll talk about my life. I'm so open about my life and how I'm feeling when I'm in the sticks with people. It's it's kind of bad. <laughs> but if you need a therapist on the water, you holler at me. I'll take you fishing. Um, Feather River is blown out, so it's not going to be fishable. Uh, unfortunately, it won't be fishable for a while. But I'm hoping to get some Feather River walk and wade trips. Uh, maybe in June, uh, that's something to think about. If you want to try it, it's going it, to, this is a lot of snowpack up here right now. So it's going to go in well into June this year. And the last time it was like this, the fishing was fucking amazing all the way up until June walking way trips in the feather river. Super fun. Um, it's great. It's near the Quincy area, uh, by Portola. I can get you hooked up with local places to stay. Um, tell you where to go grab drinks and uh, we can do some fishing and put some miles on. I'm excited for that because my legs are jello I need to start walking and getting back into shape so I'm going to hit the bike and start you know enjoying my life and not be just rowing in the damn cold which is actually kind of cold in here in my office right now I got to turn up my heat um, so I, I actually am today going to be working on getting brown folks fishing gear deployed through the taco flyco site so if you've been a brown folks fishing fan or have wondered why brown folks fishing doesn't have gear to buy i'm gonna have it for sale on taco flyco so stay tuned for that i'm really excited um you know brown folks fishing i i this is part of the reason i didn't publish the other uh episodes is that you don't this conversation can be kind of tough and that's where I go so deep in this episodes that I'll never release about why I'm a part of brown folks fishing and what it's like to be a brown guy who's a fly fishing guide in Northern California. Okay. I grew up in San Jose and like, it's very diverse there. Very, very diverse. So when you move to the mountains, like where I live in Quincy, or you move to, or you move to Lewiston or you guide on the river, like 
I quickly realize how much of a minority I actually am. And there are things that I think I encounter that are a little different than other people. And that's the part where people can disagree, but you can't disagree if you're white. And if you're not a brown person, <laughs> you don't know what it's like to be brown in an area filled with just white people. Okay. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up, I have plenty. I'm not saying anything negative about white people. Okay. Most of my friends are white. Um, I, some of my best friends are Mexican. Some of my best friends are black. Some of my, I mean, I have friends in all races and maybe you do too. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because brown folks fishing, my squad, my family, they make me feel safe. You know what I mean? I got them at my back at all times because there are times where that can become intimidating. And I would say that it became more apparent as I moved into the mountains and as I became a fly fishing guide and became a part of this fly fishing culture, which is really weird as a person of color. And, you know, I, I'm not going to go too much further, but I have to bring that up because brown folks fishing, people have asked questions about what is it about and what does it do? And, and, and you know, I've, I've talked about it before on my podcast, I think. I've talked about it before on other podcasts. And to be able to partner up with them to sell their gear is like an honor and a privilege. And we're all about just making a safe space for everyone on the water, no matter what type of person you are. Because those safe spaces need to be made, okay? If you don't understand that, um, I'm sorry for you. And also, maybe you're just not educated enough or don't know. Not educated, sorry. I'm not trying to be... If you, maybe you just don't know that that's something that is actually a real thing that people encounter while out in the outdoors. Because it is. Um, so... Like I said, I don't want to go too far down that pathway because that's why I didn't publish the other one. So if I go too far down it on this one, then that's probably like why <laughs> I, I won't publish this episode. But I have to publish this episode. It has to go out. I got to put something something out there um, because it relates to also like, you know, the way that we do it, the way that I do it. Taco Fly Fishing Company, like it's actually based off of a Mexican dish, a Mexican you know, the name itself, I'm, my dad's from Mexico, I'm I'm Californian, I'm whatever you want to call it, Chicano, Latino, I don't, I don't really care, I'm, I'm, I'm actually very proud of my Mexican heritage, you know, with my dad's culture that in, in, in what he's embedded in me and, and, you know, the color of my skin, I'm so proud of it, in, you know, the, the, the way we do it is based off of like my culture, it's not, I don't follow the pathway of the fly fishing industry or the fly fishing um, uh, formulas for a specific reason because those formulas don't relate to me and those pathways don't relate to me at all either. So the way that people do it, and this is why I say we do it wrong at Taco Fly Co., we're doing it wrong for a reason. It's because I am different. It's because I'm not that type of person. So when 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 i hear this dialogue and this all of these people say these things which i'm bringing it up only because it happens all the fucking time um and it's good because hate is good hate is good for my brand that means people know about what we're doing and what my brand is and stuff but i don't i don't think that it's right if i don't share it on my platform okay cuz i will always and 
it's about time I finally like, you know, openly share it on my podcast, which I've done it on other people's podcasts, but on my podcast, um, we're going to always do it the way that we do it. And if you have a problem with it, or if you know someone who has a problem with it, I'm pretty sure that they'll quickly realize that, you know, maybe I kind of care a little bit, like, but I, we also don't like, it's not going to change the way that I run my thing and the way I market myself or the way that we market our, our ways on the river, what we do on the river. I'm just glad no one tells me not to post about the Trinity river anymore. I had that right, right away, right when I started. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, the music that we listen to over on the water and the, the just, I mean, it, it goes on and on and on. And that's about privilege. And the people that I take fishing, they're supporting me because they like the vibe of what I got going and or I'm introducing to them them to a different way of how to fly fish. And that to me is super, it's priceless. It's, it's, it's showing people the river and the love of the river no matter which way we do it. And um, if we do it differently than you and it bothers you, I'm sorry that you feel that way because we're hella fun. <laughs> so, you know, you could you could probably try to join us um, if you're not an asshole uh, or come have some fun if you're not an asshole or disrespectful um, and we'll, you know, bring you in with open arms as long as you aren't an asshole. So anyways, I had to I had to put that out there because that was on the other episodes and also it's in my notes here. I had to talk about it. I had to put it out there because it's, it's what keeps me going. It's what keeps Taco Flyco the, the the core. It's the core of my business. It's the core of this company. It's the core of this brand and everything that's going on. So thanks for listening to that rant. It's important I bring that up. I'm going to be selling brown folks fishing gear on my site, and I'm so stoked and honored to be able to do so. So support our crew. Um, you don't have to be brown to wear brown folks fishing gear. I mean, the whole thing is about making safe spaces for everyone on the water. And that's the best way I can, like, summarize it. And supporting brown folks fishing and rocking brown folks fishing is is sort of like you're supporting Taco Flyco. You're supporting, you know, Autumn. You're supporting Elon. You're supporting um, Eddie. You're supporting um, Cher. You're supporting Jeff. You're supporting Tracy. Like, a lot of these people who just felt like they needed a space to be to be okay and enjoy themselves and know like I got a crew at my back. I always have a crew at my back. That's what's so sick. Um which I didn't get to really talk about that last year, but I did do do a trip with Brown folks last year that was just I mean, one of the best trips of my life straight up. But anyways, um you know, I I got to take a lot of people on the river this year that don't get to get out. They don't get to leave their crazy lives. They don't get to go away from the city or the rat race often and for them to come up and, and and be able to escape their lives and escape the stress and for me to provide that energy to give them that space I and mean, this is now talking about just standard people who just get to just fucking leave the shit it's so cool and i'm so grateful that i get to do that and my brother came up with his friends they're a great example of a group who has families, they've got teenagers, they've got kids, they've got new kids, they've got bills, they've got, I mean, a lot of shit. 
And for to watch them come up and tell me literally physically they feel better after the trip. Like they're like, dude, I didn't even think about my life. My I didn't even get like anxiety. I, I didn't even feel stressed. I like didn't even and you get them to concentrate on that fucking bobber going down the river. We're providing a fucking great service. No matter how the fucking way we do it. No matter if we're swinging, bobber fishing, whatever. So for the fucking purists out there that are always talking shit, you know, I and I understand it. It's your it's your way that you like to do it. And good for you. You've set up your infrastructure in your life to make it so that you can go swing a fucking fly more often than people get to even leave their homes and become a purist about something and then ridicule other people's way of doing it. Good for you. These people who get to just take time away don't fucking care how they do it. And we're stoked to be able to facilitate a space for them to enjoy their lives. That is is just like, I mean, it don't matter. I mean, having them, and I talk to so many people who's like, that say, yeah, your type of clients to me. And I'm like, my type of clients? What, because my type of clients like to just get away from their families and leave and don't give a fuck and just want to have fun and catch fish and go down a river? Like, that's my client. So, um, you know, just to reiterate, it's like no matter how you do it, no matter any way you do it, and I'm not trying to preach anything about bobber fishing or whatever. I I love everything. I did only two spade trips this season because I'm marketing to people who just want to get outside. I, 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 the spade guys can have their spade clients, which is fucking awesome. I think that's great and good for those people that can fly fish enough to learn that way of fishing, which is not easy. It's very hard. And I'm starting to get friends who I taught how to indicator fish four years ago wanting to do just spay now which is awesome and i i think that you know the fly fishing industry culture and everything hating on each other and the way that they do it i know it's fun and funny but at the same time too like seriously like serious i don't know so i mean i I put that in my notes too because i just had to bring it up it's like if if you can kind of get an understanding of what my clientele is like and how grateful I am to be able to give those people the opportunity to just forget about their fucking lives and hopefully think there is a better, there is something better out there for me than just money, stress, the fucking rat race, which is mother nature and being outside, just getting outside, maybe catching a fish, but getting in that boat and cruising down the river and no matter which way you do it, you're just having fun. You're getting away from the rat race. So dry fire purists, spay purists, suck it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm down to do dry fly trips. I'm down to do spay trips. I'm down to do indicator trips. But I don't hate on people who, you know, just do one. It's those people typically are hating on the way we do it, which is fucking annoying. But also really rad because, you know, my clients just then go, what the fuck? What's why, why are they like that? I go, well, let me let me explain it to you. Well, now you're kind of, if, if if you're one of those clients, hopefully you've listened to this far in this podcast so you can understand that it's about privilege, man. That's what it is. It's 100% about privilege and being able to criticize other people 
for not doing it the same way that you do, which is uh, called gatekeeping. So, um, and we don't do that here at Taco Flyco. We're all about a good time. And so if you do want to spay fish, um, or if you do want to skate some flies next season, I do provide those trips. Uh, they're really fun. I have great gear for it. And if you've, if you've ever wanted to swing up a, a, a trout, excuse me, a steelhead trout on a fly rod, the Trinity River is where to do it because there's a lot of fish in that river. Um, and come around fall, they're real grabby. It was starting to pick up just a little bit right before the river blew out this season. But um, it's a great place to do it, and I would love to do it. And I do do combos. So we indicator fish down to the spay run, do some spay fishing, swing run, and go to the next run and indicator fish down to the next one. So um, the combo trips are super fun uh, because it's it's a bang-bang here and then a go-down and small float chill float here bang bang there it's it's really a good time and i'd love to get people uh, more people on those types of trips especially if you've been coming with me um because they're really really fun so uh you know i think i'm coming to the end here and i just you know want to say like straight up thanks to everyone who just continues to support the brand and listen to the podcast and make orders i have stuff coming there's Clothing coming. The clothing side has been dead because I've just been busy. I haven't been able to work on it. And I'm hoping that this next stuff that's coming out that you guys will really like it. It's 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 pretty rad. Um, I'm partnering up with the company to create a new hat, which I'll have a lot of them. So I need to get rid of them. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I just I just want to say thanks, man. It's just been such a great season. Um, just a great year. And I just can't wait for what's ahead. I do have a calendar online. I, I think I've met, mentioned it before. It's on tacoflyco.com where you can see what dates I have available. I'll have my dates available for Alaska on there as well. Um, and uh, I'd like to go fishing with you. And I'd like to hang out or just have a beer or just talk fishing or, you know, reach out. I have a lot of people who've reached out to me and um, they have said you know hey man i i i just want to just talk <laughs> like all right cool and now that i have more time i'm down i can i can do that more often but throughout this winter even when i'm super tired i'm like texting with people i've never met before because they're like dude i want to i want to start guiding or i want to try to catch a steelhead but i can't afford a guide where do i go fishing or um what's your what's your favorite beer or something like that so i'm usually open to talk to anyone if you're down to say what's up um and just trying to maintain, you know, a positive vibe and a positive outlook with everyone who wants to come out fishing and shit. So um, if you looked on the YouTube channel and you're watching me right now, thank you so much that you've watched this far or you're cleaning your house or something like that. Um, I promise these are going to improve and things are going to change as far as media goes. So subscribe. So subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube. Okay. Subscribe to the TikTok. I actually do have a TikTok. I, I don't use it. I actually don't even think I have the application installed anymore. Thanks for the follow on the Instagram. If you followed and unfollowed and followed and unfollowed me already, like, thanks for the follow again and thanks for the unfollow because that's it's pretty sick because that happens a lot. I've seen a couple guys do that and gals. Oh, yeah. There was one last thing. Now, one last bit of drama. You have to, you have to um, hear this, okay? Now, 
this is how fly fishing is. And I had to give it to you. I said I did promise at the beginning of the uh, podcast I would do it. Okay. The hot stuff devil. Okay. The hot stuff devil. Google that online. The hot stuff devil is a little cartoon character. It's a little little guy who is. um, Oh, I got a tattoo of it right here. Look at it. I got this tattoo. If you see the camera, you can't see it on the podcast, but I got this tattoo right here of the hot stuff devil when I was 18 years old. See it? It's a, it's a hot stuff devil naked riding a motorcycle. My dad has this tattoo. Uh, my dad got this tattoo when he was like 20 years old in the 70s. It's a sick-ass tattoo because it's super old. And um, the hot stuff devil has been doing... Oh, I got another one right here. Look at it. It's a hot stuff devil riding a... Rowing a boat naked. See? Yeah, I'm wearing sweats. And, um... So I have two hot stuff devils tattooed on my body, man. And I, I, I was drunk one night and I was like, I'm going to make a hot stuff devil riding a steelhead. So I Googled hot stuff devil riding fish. And there's a hot stuff devil riding a, uh, a shark. It's like on an Etsy. So I hit up my homeboy, Sean. Thank you so much for recreating the idea that I had while I was drunk. Well, guess what, guys? Somebody in the fly fishing world who likes tattoos and who makes stickers did it already okay and when i published mine i got a comment from this person on my page that was a blatant like yep which was more or less because somebody added him and then he does a like a yep like you know kind of sideways talking a little shit and then reposted all of the images that he had already done, which I don't follow this dude. I don't, I guess he had already done it. He even put it on a skateboard, but it's just like petty shit, you know? And what, what I like about this fly fishing industry and this fly fishing stuff is if you follow taco, like, you know, for a while that I've had this thing where it's like a hashtag that says trolling for trolls. Yeah. I like doing that. It's fun. Um, I get trolled sometimes every once in a while, but this isn't the first time I created something where some dude, another fly fishing person, um, gets salty that I created it. Now, the other one was the I Suck at Fly Fishing stickers, which I don't have to explain anything or give anyone any sort of anything, but... Let's just say I had to deal with that too. It's just this constant thing, okay? Where not on just the water do I have to deal with fucking people. It's also on social media and through like other stuff. And I mean, I had to share the, I told you I was going to do it. If you said, if you listen, you're going to, you're going to learn what it is. So buy the hot stuff devil steelhead on my website, please. (laughs) Please buy it on my website, tacoflyco.com. We've got the sticker there. Um, it's an awesome sticker. I have our rendition. Thank you so much, Sean Kane. I love your work. He painted this in the background. If you're looking on the website or online, um, he's done a lot of great artwork for me and I appreciate your, your talent buddy. And, um, we're probably going to have other things that other people have done. So many people out there right now are, are making great con great, um, hats. They're doing cool stuff with fly fishing. Finally, we're starting to see some changes in the fly fishing industry. I don't know if you've noticed, but not everyone is selling the same boring hats anymore, which is great to see. 
um, more gears available that is more contemporary and more of our times and of our culture, my culture, I mean, similar to like stuff I would wear. And um, yeah, I, I'm just stoked to see stuff changing in the industry. And you know what? If someone does something that I've done, I don't fucking care. I don't care, man. Like we're all in it for a good time, dude. So, you know, it's, it's petty and, um, man, God damn, it just doesn't, it follows me everywhere. <laughs> and, and at the same time, I'm always going to continue doing what I'm doing. If you know me, I'm always going to roll how I roll and, and it is always going to bum some little person out there, um, bum them out and then they're going to unfollow me and probably follow me and then unfollow me again and then block me on the gram so thanks for listening i love y'all i appreciate you i hope you enjoyed this episode of the anger up and chill podcast bye